Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good at StraightOutTheDen.com. Um, if you're listening on SoundCloud right now, stop what you're doing. Look toward the bottom of that. Click the subscribe to iTunes link. I mean, I love y'all listening on SoundCloud, but we really need y'all to uh, get on iTunes and subscribe, man, and rate the podcast. Leave a comment, you know what I mean? Tell a friend to tell a friend. We're trying to grow, man. I don't know we're going to grow is uh, with your help. So, you know, I really appreciate it if y'all did that. Um, this next guest... On the podcast, man, we, um, actually, this is the first time we officially met, um, went back and forth on Twitter a couple of times, but I actually heard his music, um, at the, uh, Apache Underground Railroad show, uh, what was it, like, a couple of weeks ago? That was, like, a good two Thursdays ago. Two Thursdays ago, so, yeah, you know, a couple of weeks, and, um, you know, saw his performance, and what really caught my attention, and you can check out the performance, too, I have it up on, uh, straightoutthedin.com, but what really caught my attention was... They didn't have your music cue, you know, so it was just like, he was like, you know what, I'm up here on stage, forget about it, I'm just finna go. So I'm being like, literally kicked an impromptu freestyle at the beginning of his set. And and what was even crazy about that was, once the beat came in, he just went into the record, like, and you, you would have thought that it went together so planned, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, everything was so seamless, like, I was like, wow. Like Nothing really... about that day was smooth. I, I have yeah, a whole yeah. other story behind how I got there <laughs> and, and what happened before crazy. I got there. Crazy, crazy, crazy. It's so, insane. we'll go right into it, but before you get that story, man, you know, help me welcome uh, Dita Lyricist to the Straight Out the Damn Podcast. What's going on, What's going bro? on, man? I'm glad to be here. Thanks for the invite, most definitely. Yeah, you man. Yeah, yeah. Not a problem at all, man. So, like, you know, we can start right there at that story, and that's the beginning of, like, how we met. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what happened? Because it, it felt like... <laughs> it felt like a frenzy almost. Like, it was. Like, <laughs> it's like, uh, Dita Lyrics is to the stage, and it's like, you're like, oh, for real? Like, I saw your look on your face yeah. when I was recording. It was just like, oh, okay, cool. It was just right there. So, go ahead. What, no. what happened? Like, earlier in that day, man, you know, like, I, first of all, I am an um, unsigned, 100% independent artist, mm-hmm. so to support my craft, you know, I do work a nine-to-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing a catering gig all oh, day. Wow, wow, wow. And, uh, you know, you know, it, it went well, you know what I'm saying? It ended earlier than I thought, and um, started day drinking, you know, like a fool. <laughs> my number one rule is I don't drink, I don't smoke before I perform. That's like, okay. you know, that's my serious time. Mm-hmm. I was a little lax. You know, <laughs> um, you know, didn't really follow my rule all the way. Gotcha. And um, the whole day, man, I don't know what happened. Something just didn't, didn't agree with me. What I ate, what I drank, you know, I just I was throwing up the whole time, man, oh, all wow. the way, literally head on out the window, I eighty five, throwing up out the window while my homegirl was driving me to Apache. Wow. So wow. you know, I probably good three or four times, and you know, we get out the car and. Walk in and literally 20 seconds, 20, 30 seconds, as soon as I walk in the door, Dita Lyricist, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Say, I'm like, all right, you know, brother, I'm, I'm ready, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, just yeah. get me there, because my people's like, you sure you still want to go? You sure you still want to go? I'm like, just get me there, just get me there. If you get me there, you know, we knock it out, we, yeah. you know, it's, it's on. But, uh, as you see from, from, from the visuals, man, I, I, can, I can tell I look messed up. I don't know if anybody else can tell, but I can tell I look messed up. But I think the, the performance was still, you know, pretty straight. Yeah, the, perform- the performance came out well, man. It's just, I could tell that something was going on. But it was just like, <laughs> like, the, the, I guess the funny part was to see, like, you just straight went into a freestyle. Like, oh, yeah, I, I don't like freestyling. I really don't think I'm a good freestyler. So that was funny when I was like, oh, all right, might as well just do something. Right? Mm-hmm. I ain't going to sit up here and just let cricket, the, the, the dude on the drums, just keep drumming yeah. for no reason. And it's funny because I've actually performed with him like on, in some jam sessions okay. at the Metropolitan Lost on Thursday nights. Okay, okay, cool. cool, cool. Um, so hold on, I didn't know he was gonna be there. What what's um what what goes on? They just have like a little yeah yeah. I got okay. some I got some people's on. Um, they got a little spot down there, and on um, Thursday night they only start around um nine nine p.m. Okay, probably end around like four a.m. at the latest. We so just, it's just like jamming. a jam session, just yeah. everybody man, guitars, uh, keyboards. Um, um, cats come through with their horns. Yeah, it, it, it just depends. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay. It just cool. depends. Singers, uh, songwriters, artists. We always come out there and you know just just jam out. Yeah, that's dope, man. I have to yeah. check that out. Yeah, that's why that's why I met Cricket for the first time. And so when I when I got there, or the shock was I saw like maybe like three or four people in the audience that came to see me. They was already there. Gotcha. And I was like, oh, okay. And then they were like, do the lyrics to the stage. I was like, oh, okay. That's all Cricket. I was like, oh, what's up? Well, all right, let's do it. You know, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, just, yeah. felt, it just felt right. So. I mean, you know, um, you mentioned that, you know, you're an independent 
artist, you know what I mean? You, you work your nine to five to support your, your, your craft and mm -hmm. your dream, man. And um, that's, I mean, really across the board, that happens a lot. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, it happens more than what people like to admit. Exactly. For some reason, I don't know why people feel like, I gotta hide it. Or yeah, I gotta hide it. I got a job. I'm like, man, you, you gotta pay bills, dude. Like, we got life. We grown men and women. You know what I mean? You gotta do what you gotta do to pay your bills. But, you know, I had this conversation with somebody a while back, man, and we were talking about how learning to balance a nine to five and balance this. And, 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 and then, seriously, for those people that's really taking the music serious, mm -hmm. like, you have some people that work at nine to five and then they kind of like just do rap, mm -hmm. you know, and. We, I understand that part of it, but the people that really want this as a career, it's like the balancing of a schedule is amazing. No. You know what I mean? Like nine to five working, leave there. Now I got to schedule out time to record, mm -hmm. to, to do shows, to do promo. Like it takes a lot, you know what I mean, just to oh, do yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much an all day job, you it know is. what I mean? Doing it's it like that. It's around the clock. It's really around the clock. Mm -hmm. And so. I don't know where that stigma came from where people feel like they can't talk about it. You know what I mean? It's, it's so crazy because, and what's even crazier is when you, you see people and then you see them in their place of employment. Yeah. And it's like, well, you was talking a lot of big talk here. And it's like, like right, you know, right, I, right, it's just right, weird to right, me, dude. Right. It's, it's so weird to me. It's like, I thought you was a big bouncing. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you, you work nine to five too? Like, crazy. Why right? you tell me that? You know, like, just be, I, I try not to hide nothing, man, when it, when it comes to, you know, um, my, my music, whatever, mm -hmm. I, I put it all out there because I figure, you know, if, if someone wants to, to, to clown me for it or expose mm -hmm. me for it, you know, I'm going to take all your ammunition away because I'm going to just go ahead and say it up front and be like, damn what? You know what I'm saying? What else do you have to say? Like, what else can we talk about? Like, yeah, I do. I work a job. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, and I'm coming and I can crush you on the what? mic. You know what I mean? Yep. Crazy. So, like, you know, I was doing a little reading up on you. I see um, that you... From Flint, Flint, Michigan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, shout out to Flint. I have some pe people up there, man. My wife, a lot of her family, um, oh, saved in Flint. Don't ask me their names. I don't know everybody's name, you that's know. But good. definitely uh, have family in Flint. Um, that's love right there, man. That's, that's, yeah. the, that's the home, man. Miss Michigan is like, I I can't wait to get back up there, man. I got yeah. so many people in the family I, I haven't seen. It's just every time I'm back there, it's just like a time warp. It takes me back to like childhood. Gotcha. So I, I got nothing but love for Michigan. Man. So, so how did you get from Flint to Atlanta? My mom, <laughs> she um like back in '93. Okay. Yeah, she she you know she saw that Flint wasn't wasn't the place for her and, mm -hmm. and us, and so she moved us down here. Um, I went back every summer, almost every winter. So it was like I would. Go to school down here, mm -hmm. and then as soon as school's over, she'll hop me, you know what I'm saying, put me on the, the value jet back there, yeah, yeah. was what it was called, the yeah, value yeah. jet. <laughs> and uh, right up there, I thought I was doing something, you know what I'm saying, like traveling by myself, with a little yeah. six, seven year old, not those kid, and just, just you know, going back home and, and staying with Grady and the cousins and, gotcha. and, and right in the middle of the hood, and you know, some of my pops. And yeah, man. I that's mean, where I started, I, you know. Without knowing a whole lot about you, that that says a lot. You know, the the sense of your mom made sure, like, okay, I want him to have a better life here, mm -hmm. but I want him to forget what he has there. Mm -hmm. You know, because a lot of people like they move their kids away, they move away from family, and they don't go and see family, That's they true. don't talk to family. So the fact that she saw that it was important, like, okay. Yeah, you need to be in school down here, mm -hmm. but like you know, go and talk to your, your your dad, go and talk to your grandmother, see your cousins, mm -hmm. and all of that, you know, and, and know where you came from type thing. I I felt that's really important. Do you feel that that really helped define you as an artist, like where you're at right now? I think most definitely. I think most definitely. Um, because I, I would see the way that you know my cousins will live. I would see how my granny mm -hmm. live, and and you know that's uh, internal motivation for itself. You know, just to get them out of certain situations that they were in, uh, that they had, that they still still are in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also, uh, musically, it it showed me some things because my, my pops is a musician. Mm. So that's where, you know, the real love came from for the music. What do you, what came do you play? Just about everything. Yeah. Yeah, he ran a studio out of, out of his house um, up in Flint. And I would, like, sneak down in the studio and go. I would actually be in the room upstairs with my ear on the vent. Like they were trying to listen to see what they was doing. And yeah. then whenever they leave and go to work, I would go downstairs and mess with the. Uh, it was a Roland, uh, a Roland R R W thirty. Okay. Big, huge, prehistoric now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a workstation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. cool, man. That's you know, that that's how really a lot of stuff. Cause my background, I do music production too, mm -hmm. man. So it was like, 
the same type of thing happened for me. Like, my father, like, you know, I, I saw it growing up. You know, he'll have a, you know, what day was like a little four track, or eight track. Like, you know, he always had something going. He always was recording. He was more on the recording side. He did a little bit of production, mm-hmm. but it was more so he was the, the ear, you know. Yeah, yeah. He, he had a partner who, um did a lot of the production but okay. you know he he just he liked to record stuff and you know growing up man it's crazy because i went away from music i was all about baseball that's what i wanted to do okay. you know what i mean and it just kind of like come full I, circle or something just <laughs> the only way you can't even believe it. like like elementary school i was playing the snare i was like the kid walking around with a big snare drum and the xylophone all these different percussion in sixth grade and i hated it you know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying and then it's like middle school come around, I'm playing piano, you know what I mean, taking all these piano lessons. And I was, you know, the, the teacher that I had, I, I love her, but she just didn't play music I wanted to hear. Like, you know, I was always in church, like mm-hmm. I grew up in the church. And so I would leave church and go and play gospel songs for piano lessons. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I want to play something else, you know yeah. what I mean? So <laughs> from that point, I kind of didn't really like it. And then next thing you know, I just like got in high school and just took off. It took nah, off. It took I always had a passion for music and hip hop, but I never knew I wanted to be a part of the creation process. Mm-hmm. And then now I look back like, man, I wish I would have took those lessons a little so more serious. Like, yeah, man, it just it's crazy though how you know your parents see stuff in you. You know, uh-huh. my, my pops thought that I was into video games, so mm-hmm. he would always like you know when I came up there for summer vacation, he always made sure I had like you know all, all the games that my mama wouldn't let me play. Yeah, yeah. You know, he always had you know, the Mortal Kombat, the Terminator, all that stuff, Shaq Fu. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying he would have all that lined up for me, but like what I really wanted was to play with music, mm-hmm. and like uh, probably when I was like, you know, like 17 or something like that, I think I said something about that. I said, like, man, how come you never got me no instruments when I was younger? And he was like, what? <laughs> what? He was like, if I would have known that, I wouldn't have got you no Sega. I wouldn't have got the PlayStation. I would have yeah. been getting you instruments and recorders and this. And I'm like, what? He was like, man, I've been wasting time, but yeah, like. I should have got the other stuff. Video yeah. games is cool. Yeah, yeah. But. But. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I know this is what, I know this I, part. You I, know, I'm doing this because I thought you wanted it. That's exactly. crazy. That's crazy, dude. So, I mean, he's he's nothing but supportive, man. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like my biggest fan, so. That's cool, man. So, like, what, what made you, like, what was that defining moment to be like, I want to be a rapper? Like, you know, what was it? Was it, you know, Besides your father being a musician, like, you know, what was like, okay, rapping, I can do that. No, I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think, man, it probably goes back to Flint when I was mm-hmm. um, on one of my summer, summer trips okay. visiting my granny. Um, the, the kid who lived the next door, next door down, his name was Eugene. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I just got back in contact with him, like, two or three days ago on Facebook because I, I couldn't find him, couldn't remember his name. Yeah. And um, I, I hollered at my cousin to find him. Basically, he had a um, he had a drum set. I think it was a, I think it was the basement. It was the basement. Okay, he had a drum set. He had a, you know an old stage mic hanging from the center of the room, and like an old Casio keyboard. Gotcha. So me and him, my cousin, just like this one time, it never happened again. One time, like we went down there, and you know he's messing around on the drums. And I thought I could play the drums. Cause I mess with my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wasn't I wasn't a beast. Jeans beast. <laughs> Jeans a super beast. So um, you know he started drumming. You know I, I grabbed the mic. You know I just. Thought I was getting my black thought on, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Just, you know, my, my cousin can't play the keyboard, but he's trying, you know. And uh, it was fun. It was like really, really fun. And I was like, you know, I, I had been writing since, you know, for forever. I've always gotcha. been, you know, sorry rhymes when you like nine, eight years old. Yeah, you know, yeah, just, yeah. Just, just stuff. Good, a little song. Yeah. At my first, the first time I recorded, it was three. I was three in my, mm-hmm. my, my, my pop studio. So that's, you know. We always go back to that and you know, joke, and but every time I come up there, I would go, "All right, I got another song. Let's do it." Yeah. So I come back, and my pops would record another, 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 and it was just for fun. Nobody would ever hear it. It would just be mm-hmm. like our thing. But um, I knew that I was like, "Man, all right, I'm getting older." I started seeing like kid rappers popping up out of nowhere. Well, yeah. I can do that. They ain't even writing their own stuff. Well, I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> my mom was like, "No, she, she, she ain't really. She wasn't hearing it. She wasn't yeah. feeling it." So it's like, all right. But um. But that moment, man, when we were in, in uh, Gene's house, man, just just rapping and, and, and drumming, and I, I could just feel it, and I was like, yeah, I, I, I can do this, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can do this. And as I got older, and, and um, the more people I let hear my music, the more unbiased people I let hear yeah. what I was doing. Important. Yeah, Important. yeah, yeah, because you got your people's gassing you up all the time, yeah. but when someone you don't know from, from Adam just be yeah. like, yo, 
you nice. It's like you, you start to believe it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just a, you know. You know, I want to I want to stay right there, man. When you say um, unbiased people yeah. listening, because I've learned, man, that like people around you, family, friends, they don't even do it to to um, they don't do it on purpose. A lot of times they're just being supportive because that's what they they know they mm-hmm. do. Like you know, oh, I see your passion. I'm going to support your passion because, you you know, unless they're just hating, like, you know, they just <laughs> really want to be supportive of your passion. Like, no, man, you know, so a lot of times you don't get the proper feedback you need because uh-huh. they just want to support your dream. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so when you get somebody outside of that, that social circle tell you, like, yo, this, this, and that, that sounds dope, like, it hits you a certain way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because, like, you, I mean, you know, and not even being cocky, like, you can kind of feel, you know, when you're getting off your, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and getting your bars done and, and you know, and, and for me, when my production starting to sound a certain way, I knew that. Uh, but, you start yourself on the back, look yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm like, like, man, oh, I like, you're that snare roll. Yeah. You're that snare roll. I'm like, man, I found a dope, I found a dope sample <laughs> just deal. I don't think nobody got this, you know what I mean? And, you know, but when you get that validation from somebody who don't even know you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and really don't have a reason to to like or dislike your music, mm-hmm. it, it it sets a certain you know type of tone in your life, man. And it's like, wow, like somebody else finally get what I've been doing yeah. this whole time. You know what I mean? You so, get the picture. Yeah, yeah, um, man. Um, I had a chance to listen to a couple of the records on you know going through your SoundCloud and. Uh, well, first off, what was the name of the record that you performed that night? That's the uh, Clarity. Clarity. Yeah. All right, yeah, Clarity. Yeah. So you um, is that that's on the upcoming some upcoming that you're doing or that's actually a, a older track. Older um, track. Yeah, okay. that's a, that's a lot. That's Clarity is probably almost going on three years old, three or four wow. years old now. So let me ask you this: Why why perform that record? Because I feel all the other times I performed at Apache, I never got the response I was looking for. I would never, I would never went to Apache. I'd always do the more hype, up tempo, mm-hmm. um, you know, just the just the live performance, really hype songs. You know, I figured that's what you know the crowd wanted. And then I, I, you know, I realized that you know just just from studying the crowd, I realized what what they what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. I figured that clarity would be the one that they wanted to hear because that was the more um, soulful, gotcha. uh, personal, introspective hip hop, you know, just just hard hitting, the beats crazy, you know, yeah. the, if you listen to the, if, if, if you can pay attention to the words and you hear what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I feel like people will vibe to it, so I, I was like, well, it's about time I do clarity, yeah. it's the one I got, I have a video for it, um, if people like the performance, they can definitely check the video check out, the video. So, yeah. you know, man, I, I'm huge on, on studying the audience as well, man, mm-hmm. like, I'm actually one of the artists that I've been working closely with, he performed late that night, okay. Um, and, you know, we were going over the video footage and, and just talking, um, and, you know, we both agreed, like, we didn't get the response that we wanted. Mm-hmm. For one, you know, he went on at, like, one thirty after a crowd who was pretty yeah. much drained. So, that was me last year at Apache. You know, <laughs> so that's, like, that's one thing right there. It's like, okay, that's, and we chose to do, like, a boom-bap hip-hop record. Now, we mm-hmm. love the record, but at one thirty when the crowd is already tired... It's hard to keep that attention. Yeah, they like, oh, okay, here we go. You know what I mean? So, just going over that and like, you know, I thought that was important what you said, man, because you have to realize like your audience and who mm-hmm. who you're performing for and cater your performance off of you know from that audience. I think a dope performer wants, especially on this level, man, because you know everybody don't know you yet. It's mm-hmm. so easy to perform when everybody know your record. Right, right. You know what I mean? Because you don't have to do. I mean, you right. know. Not taking anything away from these major artists, but when people know your record, they already feel a certain type of connection to you. So all you got to do is start the first verse, and yeah, they can yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but they you're super lazy with it. Exactly. <laughs> but when don't nobody know you, man, you got to really figure that out. So once you fine tune and know what records work, you know, have a general consensus of like, okay, I did ten performances. These three records work all the time. Mm-hmm. They need to be in the set all the, all time. the time. You know what I mean? And you got to figure that part out. I think all that's important, man. Like, we here at Spread Out the Damn, man, like, a good bulk of our audience are, you know, MCs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just a good, probably 45% of our audience are, like, underground, especially listeners to the podcast mm-hmm. are, like, underground MCs who are trying to figure out, like, you know, man, where do I go next? You yeah. know what I'm saying? How do I figure out 
to get from point A to point B as an artist. You know what I mean? Like, how long have you been you've been rapping? Like, really? Like, like seriously? Seriously? So like oh nine. Oh nine. So we're looking at like what going on five years mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Like for you, when did you start to really see some traction? I'll probably say when I released uh, the Clarity video, mm-hmm. because as soon as I released it, like, the the views just skyrocketed, and it, it was like nothing I paid for, mm-hmm. or like, I didn't really promote it like that well, I feel like I still, I, 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 I slack when it comes to that side, and mm-hmm. I shouldn't, but, um, you know, it, it was just, you know, I, I would post it here and there, and people on Twitter, but then, like, the numbers just kept going up, kept going up, up, and, up, up, and, up. And, and it was fast, and I mm-hmm. was like, whoa. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really expecting that, you know, mm-hmm. but um, that that was the moment where I would say the the the, the traction, you know, um, when I started uh, putting my own shows together and putting other artists on my my, okay. my bill and and being able to do that consecutively, okay, and um, you know, hosting events like that and, <laughs> and, and having going off without major hitches, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha, gotcha. And, um, so. You know, I do want to talk about that aspect too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, getting to the point where it's like, you know what? Nobody's booking me for it. Yeah. Let me do my That's own. That's exactly show. what I did. That's exactly what I did. This uh, the most recent one was um, Black Friday mm-hmm. um, at Starbar. Um, I, I had, did they? Oh, hold on. No, Starbar. Uh, Little Five. Little mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in the daytime, we came out there, and, and um, me and a bunch of my friends, we cooked, got a bunch of food, mm-hmm. and just sat out there in the park for anybody who wanted. You know, all the, the people out there. Um, less fortunate mm-hmm. some of them were homeless some of them weren't homeless some of them just you know starving artists out there just doing their thing people walking by just had a whole bunch of food like hey, it's black friday everybody wants to cook on thanksgiving and, and, and look out for people but well the day after gotcha. you know what i'm saying so we was out there the day after you know what i'm saying uh feeding folks and um but then after we, we had the show at star bar mm-hmm. and um it, it was dope man i got some, i got some pretty 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 dope footage um, and then before that, we had one at, uh, what's the place called? Red Light, Red Light Cafe. Oh, yeah, yeah, Amsterdam. Yeah, 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 I had at Red Light Cafe, and that was more of a mixed genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, uh, I had a band come out, uh, and I had, like, a, a soul singer, um, keyboard player, she's amazing. I, 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 and, and what, what surprised me the most was, like, all right, it's possible. Yeah. No, this is yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's like okay, this is it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's like all right. Well, I could do that. You know, you know, because you know, I wasn't getting booked, man. Like, people didn't know who I was, mm-hmm. so it's like you, you kind of got to create your own um, buzz in some way. And my way was like, well, I love music. Period. I'm yeah. gonna I'm I'm always having people at my house. We always eating good. We always chilling. Why not do this on the grander scale with people playing the lot the music that we would be listening to in my house? Just do it live. You know what I'm saying? And that's the kind of environment it was. It wasn't like, you know, a traditional hip-hop show or a traditional yeah, rock no. show. That, that's like, dope, man. Like, um, so for those artists inspired to, like, really do this on their own, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and build those shows, like, what did you do? To, did you go and talk to Star Bar and ask them, like, you know, um... <laughs> here's, you know? Where, here's where the 9 to 5 came in handy. Mm-hmm. Here's, where, here's where the 9 to 5 comes real handy. Talk to everyone that you come across. You never know who, you, who you're going to see, who you're going to mm-hmm. meet. You don't never you don't judge a book by its cover, um, because what I, all I did was help help um, a guy break down his DJ equipment um, from my um a catering gig that yeah, I had, yeah. and he turned out to be the owner of Starbar. Wow, the owner. <laughs> he owns Starbar and he runs Cat's Cafe. Okay, uh, I'm not I'm not Cat's Cafe. I'm sorry, uh, the Red Light, Red Light the Cafe. Red Light yeah, Cafe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had performed at Red Light. Years ago, mm-hmm. terrible experience I, through through a, a, a booking know. agency. You don't have to say. I already you, know you already know. You already know. You sell your tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Afton. Yeah, Afton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking about. South South to Afton. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I already know. What you're talking about, <laughs> you know, hey, you know I'm, I'm not the type of dude to try to downplay anybody hustle, man. But it's just like I just warn MCs to that type of thing because mm-hmm. it's a system that can work, mm-hmm. but. And, and I'm sure your experience probably was the same because I had a couple of artists that performed on those shows and this is what happens. Mm-hmm. You get the tickets, mm-hmm. you sell the tickets or whatever, end up probably end up giving away tickets or whatever, trying to get people in there. Mm-hmm. And you have about 30 artists show up to perform. 
then there's no structure to their performance. Some people perform for five minutes. Some people up there for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Some people up there for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what happens is you perform. I mean, after that person performed, it might have brought 20 people with him. All 20 people leave. Bounce. Gone. <laughs> so now it's like, okay, the next person come up. Oh, he got five people with him. Yep. After he performed, they Bounce. Go. You know what I'm saying? And so there's no consistency. There's no like. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, how do you prepare for that? How Play do you prepare? For disappearing crowd. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Man, there was 50 people here. Oh, they were just waiting on these three people. <laughs> and once they go, it's like, you know, how do you prepare pre prepare for that, man? So I understand exactly what you're talking you about, man. It, it, it's a weird experience, and I, I feel like it's a great experience for somebody who just, like, they just learned to perform. Mm -hmm. They need to get it off their chest. They need to go and perform in a crowd of nobody so they yeah. know how that feels. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, oh, wow, like, nobody here. <laughs> like, Cricket. yeah, okay, let me do my thing. So... And I've literally performed many times where mm -hmm. it's just been the bar staff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just been, uh, you know, people walking around in a park. You know, yeah. I got all this, this music equipment set up and uh, there's nobody there, but just people walking by in the park and you're mm -hmm. just doing the thing. Definitely done that. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's you definitely need to be able to perform in front of nobody before you think you're going to be able to yeah. perform in front of 20,000. <laughs> exactly. Plus, you know? like, that's, that's where I'm headed. You know? yeah, yeah. I mean, man, you know, it, they're all... It's humbling, you know, beginnings. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But it's so crazy because, like, I don't know. It's just you're like the fifth artist I've talked to who's had that same experience. But, I, but see, but after it was, it was more like, you know, the sound quality. We didn't get no sound check. Yeah, the sound yeah. was bad. Uh, the, there was a, only a beer and wine list. The mm -hmm. seats were terrible. It was just like, it wasn't a very accommodating. So I wasn't ever trying to do it again. And I, I told that to, to mm -hmm. the, the dude I met. I was, um, Kale's his name. And, um, I was like, yo, honestly, I had you know, a terrible experience. I ain't trying to do red light again. He's like, how about this? If you can pack out red light, I'll give you star bar. And I was like, he, he was like, first of all, he was like, we have a full full bar now. Mm -hmm. we, new sound system. We got rid of Afton a year ago. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, you know what? You, all right, that, that sounds a lot better than, you know, yeah, yeah. me it's not performing. So yeah. I'll, <laughs> how about, I, you know, I, I, I get up and do this. And I, I never put on a show before. Mm -hmm. I, I I know plenty of musicians because you network with everybody you meet, you yeah. get the information, you you stay true, and um, you know do what you say you're gonna do. And mm -hmm. Go from there. Yeah, man. Because I always tell people all the time, I'm like, look, you know, you know, let me get your information. I don't know if I got anything for you now, but if I, if I'm a fan of your music, you know, I want to see it live. You know, mm -hmm. that's just just me, the inner music lover of music. Yeah. So it's like. I might have a lineup, you know, for you two months from now. It might be in two weeks, you know, but yeah. just, you know, stay in touch. Stay in touch, man. Let's do some work. That's the thing, man, like, that most independent artists sadly don't have. They don't have that drive to network. You know what I mean? Like, at this point, dude, especially in the time of, like, social media, mm -hmm. it has, social media has us lazy. Yes. You have artists <laughs> who really think that, all I got to do is make a song and put it on the internet and it's going to blow up. And that's not the case. There's a lot of stuff that has to be done behind that. You know what I mean? And you have a lot of artists who all they do is create, mm -hmm. but they never do a show. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how do you expect for people to connect with you if you don't do a show? Like, people are not just going to connect to music. I'm sorry. That just, <laughs> it don't happen. The reason why these artists on major labels are major because they get major exposure yeah and if you get major exposure that make uh, the consumer love your product just as much because, just because they, they see you all of the time all the time that's why songs on the radio <coughs> become people's favorite songs because you hear them all so day long you know what i mean like it don't happen like that for for you know regular artists and, and and you know i say that in a good way like regular artists like you have a different grind like you mm -hmm. got to figure out something else to do mm -hmm. you know what i mean and I love like the the Action Brunsons and the the Joeys and you know that whole pro era crew man mm -hmm. Vic Vic Mensa Chance like all of that mm -hmm. that movement of rappers mm -hmm. is really shifting the, the the industry and making people think like oh because they're doing need, it themselves I don't need a label man like yeah. you know we can do something else you know what I mean so yeah. I, I love that <laughs> and the biggest thing in the news like we'll go ahead and get into this now because. I've been anxious to talk to somebody about it. All right. Well, I hope I know it because I'm always behind everything. <laughs> no, the Wu-Tang thing, what's going on? Tell me you know what's going on. You don't know. All I right. don't know. It's all good. I love Wu. What's going on? Okay. So what, what's happening is everybody knew that they were supposedly like, you know, working on this reunion. Yeah, the 20-year joint. So 
the RZA came out and made an announcement um, on Forbes, you know, dot com saying that, in fact, we've already recorded a secret album. And what we're doing with this secret album is we're selling one copy. <laughs> one copy. Highest bidder? Highest Don't bitter. say it. No. One copy. <laughs> it's in a, um, they, they work with this, this artist um, who made a case to put the album yeah, on, right? Yeah. So what they're doing, they're bringing back the whole, like, art yeah, piece of it. Yeah. So this album is going to be inside of this case. The case is going to go on a world tour. In different museums and festivals and all these things, where Super you'll be able to, album. you'll be able to listen to it. Only listen, like you know how you go to a museum and you mm-hmm. have like listening. Mm-hmm. You can listen to the album, stream one time, full stream, for thirty to fifty dollars a person. In each like each venue, you can go and do that, right? So everybody will listen at the same time, and you know there's gonna be extra security, no recording mm-hmm. devices, none of that, you know, to make sure that nobody's tampering with it and trying to leak it. Yo, that's insane. Then after that, world tour is uh-huh. over We're going to auction off this moving piece of art. This yeah. this case, I got a picture of the case too, dude. Like That is nuts. Yo, like, shout out to Rizzo, man. Man, right? it's, it's genius. <laughs> I love Rizzo, genius. man. It is. So it's like, this case, they're going to sell it, and they're like, the highest bidder is going to be, you know, um, in the millions is what they said they're Jay-Z selling for. You know, that's the, dude, I, I'm telling you, I was talking to my homeboy. I was like, man, Russell, Russell, somebody like Jay. that buy it for a couple million just Yo. because they can do it and it's no big deal to them. Right. I was like, dude, first off, even if they only making like five to ten dollars off of each person, like the the thirty to fifty dollar tax, that's still so much more than it would have been sold. Exactly. Because the album wouldn't have sold like two hundred thousand, maybe. Maybe. Because like maybe. It's, it's woo. You know what I'm saying? But man. like, no, no. I got nothing but love for Wu, but when it comes like numbers, like in today's market, I, I don't think they would. They're not gonna sell that many. But they're not, they're not gonna do no no poppy yeah, dubstep yeah. stuff to get the exactly. attention. You know what I'm saying? Go but mainstream. I can almost guarantee that five hundred thousand people yep. will go to that exhibit yep. and look and listen to the album. Yep. Five hundred thousand times ten, that's five million mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. And somebody gonna buy it for two to three million? That's seven to eight million. Split eight ways, nine yeah. ways, dirty you know state. Saying? I mean, you got a cool million a piece just about, you know. What I'm cut saying? the label out, you know what I'm saying? Dude, oh, they, 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 they cut the label out, right? Oh, yeah, it's, 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 it's just them. This, yeah. is, this is the case right here too, dude. I show it to you. Oh man! Oh man! I was like, that's genius, yeah, that's dude. That's genius. And like, when you see that, that puts you in that mindset of like, Jay Z said, "New rules." That's new rule. That's new rule, right? They basically telling people like, "Oh, we don't have to sell albums anymore. Y'all not gonna buy." You don't come to us and make you listen to it in front of you know what I'm saying 30, 40 people at a time. Then you are gonna talk about it, blog about it, tweet about it, whatever exactly. you Instagram about it. You know how many Instagram pictures are gonna be of, of that? You know what I'm saying after after they let you pull your phone back out. You exactly. know what I'm saying. And, and then guess what's gonna happen after they sell it because they can't. It can't leak if it don't leak. You know, if it leaks, then it, it hurts everything. So as long as it don't leak it's and they actually the sell it, guess what? Oh, for all y'all who couldn't make the museum, we're going on tour. We're going to perform in front we're gonna of perform. We're gonna, We ain't doing no classes. We're doing this whole album, the whole show. Two-hour show. This is all we're doing. We're performing these records off this right here. Come to the show. Man. $50 to $60 a show. I mean, $50 to $60 a person for the show. Boom. <laughs> That's how you generate income and yeah. change the game, yeah. dude. I was like... Shout out to that's genius, man. I'm sorry. That's that's just. I saw that and I was like, "Whoa!" Talking about dropping an album like Beyonce <laughs> did it. That was genius. Drop an album, no promotion, just drop it. Like mm-hmm. here it go. Jay Z getting five million dollars from Samsung to buy a million copies. Like that's genius because they making money on the front end. On the front end, <laughs> they making it like, oh man, I ain't worried about selling no records. Like here you go. You take you take the worry game about the, the oh yeah take it away like take it away it's like <coughs> what I'm not worried about that like dude I already got my money up front like what do y'all want to do like and I know just like you said it's gonna be a Jay Z it's gonna be a hip hop you know head mm-hmm. that buy it and might it, be might be Mark Cuban yeah <laughs> and if it ain't, if it ain't a hip hop head it's gonna be somebody who got who son or grandson mm-hmm. or granddaughter is a huge hip hop head and they just got the money like that oh. Four million dollars. Happy birthday! Right. You know, <laughs> I was like, the only copy of the, the, the like. Imagine Wu-Tang that you got a one of one, like of Wu Tang though. It ain't like no like one of these. You know, 
These yeah. little rappers who ain't gonna be here for a minute. Like this is Wu Tang, like legendary dude. Dynasty. I was like, I got a, I got a crazy ghost face story too. Go, go ahead. That's what a, this podcast this is all is about. about. All right, it's, it's gonna go back to the, uh, to the, to the nine to five. This is just a couple years back. Mm-hmm. I was working at the Buford um, Chevrolet dealership, okay. detailing, mm-hmm. and uh, detailing these new cars, or whatever. And they had a uh, XM satellite, whatever. Ghostface live on the radio. I'm, I'm like, yo, call and talk to Ghost. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna call. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got, I got, I got a serious question for Ghost. So I call. I, I make it online. All right, hold, hold, hold. You gonna be next? You gonna be next? I'm sitting there holding, 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 holding. Hold, man. I held literally from. I'm at my job. Drove 30 minutes home. I'm still holding on the phone, wow. mind you. Mind you, I'm still holding. I'm done working. I'm at home now. Uh, pull up to you know, you know, my complex. Alright, we got you live on the with Ghost, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, Ghost, oh, major props, blah, 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 big fan, this, this, and that. Um, I got one question. You know, it's like, the ver- the second verse of, of, of your song, One, mm-hmm. where the hell did that come from? Because that's like, well, one, one of my favorite verses. Like, yeah. he's just all over the place and just, yo, man, just, yo, man, where, where it comes from? Click. Oh. Radio cut me off. I don't have satellite radio in my car. I had satellite radio 30 minutes ago, an hour ago when I was at work. <laughs> but but when I made it home, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? the only connection I had was the phone. Radio cut me off as soon as I, right before he answered the question. To this day, I don't know. <laughs> the next time I see Ghost, man, I'm, I'm going to ask him the same question. Man. And uh, I just, I sat there, I felt so played. I was like, man. That's a classic. Salty. I know you were salty. Salty. Right? That's, that's salty. that feeling of like, oh, man. Because, I mean, you know, that's how radio works. They, they hold you on the mm-hmm. line. They get the question. Once the question is there, boom, you know. Gone. Gone so they can go ahead and move, you know, yep. move everybody along. Man, that had to hurt. Bro. Man. I'm talking hot. I'm talking hot. I was so hot. Man. It's all good. That's motivation, though, man. Yeah. That's motivation. Like, all right, go mm-hmm. next time I see you. Yep, yep. Remember, I asked you this question. <laughs> I didn't get the answer because I got cut off the yep. line. I'm talking man. about, I'm, I'm on Google, like, looking up, like, I'm trying to find I'm archives of the show. I'm like, nothing. 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 That's crazy. It's all good. That's all good. It's all good, man. Um, so, oh, okay, we're going to get back to the records. Um, the record that, that I heard that, that I really really gravitated towards was like the elevator record oh yeah yeah man it, That's it's, something, man. it's something about that record i think <laughs> it, it's like that perfect balance record like it kind of give me the best of both worlds yeah. like you know what i'm saying it, it give me that that feeling of you know real hip-hop in quote you know mm-hmm. quotation and then also like you know we in atlanta so it give me a little bounce too you yeah, know what i mean yeah, yeah. it was like that that i love that record like what inspired yeah. that record that's uh xp the kid xp yeah. uh lagrange he produced that that's the homie um Shout out to him first of all. Um, Elevators was their click. That, okay. that was the name of them. You know him, uh, his brother Draco, Coast, who retired from rapping, but I don't holler him out anyway. Coast, <laughs> um, you know there was they, they, they were Elevator, Elevator music, and they, they were coming out with you know you know there's a little projects on the yeah. side, and, 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 and I I thought it was dope. Mm-hmm. They, I, I still to this day don't think they were getting the views and the recognition they should have got, but it was dope. Yeah, and so like you know they'll come around me. I actually met them at a, um at one of my first performances. Okay, and one of the people that I just I just gravitated towards and um just kept in touch with, and uh, he's like, yeah, I produce, I rap, blah blah, blah. and then one cool. thing comes to another. Man, I, I would I would drive down to Lagrange and record down there and just kick it. And yeah, it was it was like it was just fam, you know. Yeah. What I'm saying? It's, it's, it's fam, man. We brothers now. And um, so this is one of the tracks. I was like, I'm I'm, I'm gonna name it Elevators because it was Elevator Music Group. Like, mm-hmm. That's that's what you know, they was hollering back then. So that's where that comes from. And it's actually the second that song is gonna be um uh, like the second song of the, of the project I'm working on called Random. Random. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about because yeah. I heard the intro. The intro crazy yeah. too. Like, <laughs> the intro, like that's how you bring on the project. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you break it on. When Thank uh, you, when, man. when when uh, no problem. Like when is um. That scheduled to be released, like what? What's the it was exactly? scheduled to be released May thirteenth, two thousand thirteen? You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, so, so what it's happened? Been, it's been, what it's been I've, I've had to do a lot of retakes, and uh, mm-hmm. it, 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 a lot of it's personal, man. Like I'll hear it and be like, nope, it's not ready yet. You yeah. know, we got tweak it, tweak it. I still gotta redo the outro. The outro is insane. It's mm-hmm. just about as insane as the intro. 
and it's it's taking a lot out of me, man. I got I really gotta wrap that up. And um, what I've been debating about actually is combining um two of the projects together. The okay. the, the clouds project I had a couple of years back, which Clarity is originally mm-hmm. originally on, and the random project, just because I never put them uh in uh physical form. Okay. And I want to. I want to put them both in physical form, like together, yeah. so that uh people can see you know the past and the present and the future. What I'm about to do. Um, all all at once, so so that you don't have to like dig and search for the old stuff. It's right here, right? You know what I'm saying? And it still sounds better than half the new stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's just my biased opinion. Man, that's, <laughs> that's just the truth, man. Like, right. it's, it is what it is, man. There's a lot of garbage. I I try to stay positive with the music, and you know, I'm not a music snob no more. I used to be. I'm, I'm a recovering music snob. I'm getting right better. Now. Man. I, I appreciate. I appreciate. I'm getting anybody who puts. You know what I'm saying? Their life and the song. And go yeah. out there. And if that's what you do, that's what you do. And, you and that's the part where I had to learn that. You know what I mean? And and most for the most part, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But I just have those challenges of like... I deal with a lot of kids like with... Um, <clears throat> I do like this uh, I-56 thing at, at my church. Dude. Okay. It's like um, fifth and sixth grade. And, and I got a younger sister. Like she's in middle school. Okay. And so when you're around kids and you kind of see them all the time and then you you see what their generation is dealing with something completely different than us yeah. like the stuff that we talked about we just talked about the stuff <laughs> they're talking about they doing you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> and it's like oh like you know you hear the stories and it's like man like these kids are really living life to the max dude like, yeah, yeah. they burned out by the time they graduate high school they out there you know what I'm saying they, like, they get to high school and like they can't wait to go to college just to have a break from all the stuff they've been dealing with, you know, in middle school and high school, dude. And it's like, for us, our wild out period was most people were, you know, oh, college. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, them, they like wilding out in middle school. And I'm like, it's crazy. But I don't know, man. Some of the music I hear is like, I'd be like, what is the purpose for it? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? And then I have to, I have to be brought down and, and, and you know, and remember, like, they just telling their story. Yeah, yeah, and if yeah. they telling their story, I can't knock somebody for telling yep. their story. I can wish that their story was different, but <laughs> it's their story. You it's not going to change it. It's you not wish it's not going to change it. So, so you I just had, get used to exactly, it. I had to learn, like, okay, if you don't like it, just don't listen to yep. it. And, you know, it, it forced me not to listen to a lot of different stuff. But, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Like you said, you have to just learn to, to adjust and, like, just deal with it. Yeah, just deal with it. Because like, people are going to make what they want to make. And yeah. as long as there's radio and... People who chasing that dollar, they gonna yeah. make it to get there. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's nothing here or there, man. Yeah, it's just, man. It is what it is. There's, there's, there's certain songs that I, I have people, um, you know, like telling me, you, know, oh, you should make a song like this, make a song like oh, that. And, and it's funny because I'm like, all right, I'll do it, and then I'll do it in my own way. Like I mean, there's songs on my SoundCloud page. I like uh-huh. that. Like there's the um, like the I don't know what I'm doing. The IDK track. The um, what else? Chocolate wasted. That's just like you know, uh, tracks that just you know, for fun and, and you know for, for laughs. You know yeah. what I'm saying for me. But then like there's people like oh, I really like that. And I'm like for real. Like these are songs that's like not even like you know what I'm saying. My the first thing I would want you to listen to if if you found these lyrics, but it's gonna be uh, you know songs that I know there's an audience for. That's what I'm all about. I'm about you know making music. Period. So. You're never the same person. I mean, you, you, you're the same person, but, you know, you go through different moves and you go through different things. So, I'm not taking myself serious. Yeah. Clarity 24-7. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Exactly. You're going to have some, I don't know what I'm doing. You're going to have some, uh, you know, RKKG, you know, some wishful thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm a little all over the place. Man. That's, that's one mean, thing that you, I think you gotta people need to realize. You got to give them samples of everything and then once they get in the car man you can let them play you know play mm-hmm. what you want to hear. <laughs> you know what I mean but you got to get go. them in that car man you got to get them in there first I just looked at this picture dude on your, on your SoundCloud page <laughs> it's dope uh, thanks, man. I just noticed A3C you did the um you performed this yeah, past uh, it was at the the, the Apache the showcase they had over okay, there that's, okay, that's cool, where cool. I was at and, um, um, and that day I, I actually met Knife Wonder at, oh, at my man. hotel I was staying at downtown that's, that was man I, that was like one of the second greatest moment. Yeah. The first greatest moment was when Chuck D told me I was tight. Oh, when Chuck man. D said I was nice, I was like, "Alright, okay, alright." Yeah. Right. 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 When Knife said I was nice, and he, I put the the um the little speaker to his ear, 
and he he had the the uh, the, the the Timberland like fade to black face on, mm. and I was just like, yo, like that that just sealed the deal. I'm it like, keeps All right. you going, man. Yeah. Like I actually had the opportunity to um the interview knife um after the um actually at Star Bar. Okay, um, they performed at Star Bar. I got man him um, Rhapsody. I interviewed a lot of them. Oh yeah. Um, and, and and it was a defining moment for me. Two things he said doing that. It was a short interview. I do this thing called Three Lazy Questions, man, okay. where I just like ask, you know, like, um, why hip hop? They're, they're, they're very short questions mm-hmm. to get quick reactions. I, I learned, man, like, when people performing and all that, these stars don't have time to yeah. sit and talk. I'm like, man, I'm trying to get you in and out. Three so Lazy ask, Questions. That's it. In Three Lazy yeah. Questions. Like, you know, that's dope. why <laughs> hip hop? Um, what inspires you? And your earliest memory of hip hop. And so, like, he said his earliest memory of hip hop was um, Africa Bambada and the Sonic Force, right? And I kid you not, dude. I swear to you, like after that interview, two weeks later, I was digging for records, mm. and I just came across the record. So and I was like, I was like, man, I would have loved that. That that's the moment when I'm like, you know what? That's your fate. Like here you go. Yeah, like I wanted yeah, to yeah. give. I really wanted to give him that record because it was like just as a gift. From me to you, like, and appreciation for doing the interview. Because I know people don't have to do interviews, mm-hmm. man. Like, you don't, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, it's whatever, whatever. And, yes. and the last thing he did, he was like, when he gave the drop for Straight Out the Day, he was like, man, Straight Out the Day. He was like, man, that's a dope name. That's like Straight Out the Day, like, like your mama plastic on the couch. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like your uncle. I'm exactly. actually wondering if like everybody's yeah. uncle, like a big brother, man. He really yeah. is, like, on some big brother, little brother type stuff. That's the, the feeling I got, like. Yeah. Cause he was just chilling uh, with 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 Rhapsody, Rhapsody actually. Yeah, they yeah. was just chilling. And I'm like, are y- y- y'all busy? He's like, no, I'm chilling here. I'm like, I'm chilling there too. Yeah, gotta show you something. Yeah, cool. Jamming on it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I I, I really loved A3C man. Yes. Like they, it's put me on stage this year, big stage, please. Yeah, I know, right, man. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually trying to uh, get a stage. So yeah, definitely, if y'all hearing this, like I've applied, so I'm just. Yeah. Waiting that process. If I get a stage, man, I'm definitely out. So oh. look, dude, like I, I have hey. no problem. I love that, man. All, I appreciate man. that. You know, um, so just trying to go through that process. I don't even know. Even if I don't, I'm still supporting. Um, I just love everything the festival embodies, man. Just like bringing everybody together in the mm-hmm. city, shutting Atlanta down, and they shut Atlanta down quietly because yes. like, to the outside people, you don't even know nothing going on. But like mm-hmm. the people that really, and I love that because you only get the people that's really about hip-hop you know what i'm saying yeah. you don't get all of the you know how it is atlanta man we get a lot of stuff so when there's like a car show you get the the you get the people that love cars but you also get like the stragglers the, the stragglers who just want to be around yeah, you know yeah. like the, the, the bonner brothers like hair show you get all people of just these wanna, yeah. <laughs> in the mix but this you get people who really about hip-hop who really love what's going on man and it's like i love that about it and this year gonna be the 10th year you know what i mean and, and now what'd you think about the switch up from from masquerade to having it all over the place, like what? Like, I like it. Yeah. And the reason why is because it, for me, it 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 showed like this city has more to offer for hip hop. Cause all of these different places where it's at is like, I just felt good, man. Cause like mm-hmm. I I've been living in Atlanta since like, oh two. I came up here for college in oh two, mm-hmm. and you know I've been here ever since. And it's like. I don't go to all these different pockets before A3C. Oh, I just okay. didn't. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I know my way around the city, but, like, some of these places just didn't, like, do it what? It showed you that hip-hop was possible over here and exactly. over here and over here. Exactly. Like, like you. you know, instead of, like, it always being, like, Apache, you know, mm-hmm. um, East Atlanta Village, got some stuff. You know, instead of that, it's like, oh, man, like. Down Nonies and Edgewood. That's what I'm saying. Everywhere. It's like, okay, we can really quad. put on something here. And it was crazy. Like, interesting story about, like, Quad is, like, College for me, dude, that was Club Envy. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. So I remember being there and like, I remember seeing like T.I. and Killer Mike on stage like performing. Way back in the day. Yeah. Man, dude, <laughs> crazy story about like T.I., man. I'd love to get a chance to just interview him just to talk about this. It was like, I used to, in, in high school, well, it's two stories. In high school, I used to um, sell mixtapes and, and like CDs or whatever. Okay. So 
I never forget, dude. Like everybody was talking about, like, nah, man. Like, who is this? This, you know, Ti yeah. And my homeboy, man, dude named Jarvis, man. I never forget. He had came to me. He was like, man, I got this Ti on series. I was like, what you gonna do? He was like, man, this too. It sounds good. I was like, yo, let me get that off you. <laughs> Next day, I probably like, I probably sold like straight up Ti. I probably sold like a good fifty of those, you know, five dollars pop, two fifty high school. That's some good money. You know, I probably, I owe you two hundred fifty dollars. I keep it real. I owe you two hundred fifty dollars. But see, I coming for that check. Yeah, you know, and, and and the thing was though was like just to see people how they gravitate towards Ti now, and it was like back then it was like his hunger and like everything he stood mm-hmm. for was just on record. And I never forget, dude, like that was high school when it, you know, he got dropped basically. Yeah, when I first year yeah. of college, he didn't stop. Like he used to, he was on Georgia State campus. Yeah, he was on the streets passing out, passing out the PSC CDs. Mixtapes, man, just trying to get people back on board with what he was doing. And I was just like, man, that's how you grind, dude. Because like, you, they see you go from up here to like, oh, now you drop. What you gonna do now? Think about how easy it is to be like, quit. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at the top. Like you, you, you know, you in Atlanta where during the time where it wasn't that many people getting deals out of Atlanta. Like yeah. you had Outkast, Goody Mob. That was it. That was pretty much it. Like if you went on Dungeon Family, you know, or Luda was Luda was just popping off. And Luda, like, yeah, you know? and Luda, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Like Luda was like really just starting to bubble. But if you went like in that small crew of people, it was like <laughs> Atlanta went making a lot of noise. You know what I'm saying? So him to get signed and the way he got signed in a big deal like that, just to get dropped, it was like a gut check. Yeah. He kept going, man. It was like that's. That was so dope to see that, man. Just to, you know, not stopping it. Then to see what he at now, it's like... It's cool to see, uh, like, like art, uh, an artist go from, you know what I'm saying, uh, the, the the indie struggle mm-hmm. to where he is now, you know, sitting on, on Showtime, you know what yeah. I'm saying, uh, with Don Cheadle, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 it's, it's good to see that. Like, I, yeah. I think an artist that... um. Well, like some artists I've, I've seen, like personally, because I, I didn't witness uh, Ti from there. I, mm-hmm. I, I I remember I'm serious, like mm-hmm. from hearing the Beanie Man, you know, the joint with Beanie Man. Cause I used to love Neptune, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, exactly. Like exactly. that's my first introduction to Ti. And then when he lost his deal, I, I didn't I didn't hear about like any of the mm-hmm. underground stuff. I wasn't checking for the mixtapes or nothing. But like one cat that's actually getting his shine now, now I, I it's like a motivational tool, Danny Brown. Like mm-hmm. if you look at like. I've been listening to Danny Brown. I mean, I've been listening to Elzai, you know, Slum yeah, Village. That's yeah, how yeah. I got put on to Danny Brown. Because they, they featured him on, on, on like a mixtape back in like 08, 08, wow, 08 wow, 09. Yeah. And I was like, this kid's nice. You know, yeah, like, this yeah, kid's yeah, nice. Yeah, Let old, me see who this old, is. You know what I'm saying? That old, that old album is uh, bar none one of the best albums that dropped, man. And it's like, because of the position that he's in, it's not going to get the proper look. Like it should, but you know it's a great album. It's it's great for for independent music, man. Mm-hmm. Where, where you can go and and you know make a living off of your free albums mm-hmm. that you're putting out. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just look out, you know, look look in that standpoint. Like that's that's something that that showed me. I was like, oh, I could do. I, I really, really, I'm 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 in the, I'm in the right direction. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. I'm going in the right direction. So you just, have, just you have to figure it out, man. Because uh, there are so many different ways, like. I think our generation has to realize that the internet is... We, we haven't really truly learned how to use the internet yet. Like, we grew up with it, but, like, These my little brother and, and, and my little sister, like, they know the internet. Like, they know how to... I know for they them, were man, born with it. They born with it. Like, we they don't know... Taking, you know, we took keyboard lessons and... At Oregon Trail, and you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't know that they don't know. Janessa has died from diphtheria. <laughs> like, they don't know what it is to have a flat floppy. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't know what that is, man. It's like, you give them a floppy disk, like, what's this? Yeah, what's this? a floppy in general. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, it's so crazy just to see, like, the growth. Like, they grew up with it. Like, you got kids now, man. Like, they getting Pro Tools for their 13th birthday. They getting a MacBook, you know, when, you know, early. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And, like, this equipment, man, like, all of this was inherited. Like, this is, a lot of this stuff was my dad's stuff. Yeah. I just, you know. Passed down, passed down. Passed down. down. And, like, we didn't, you know, they, they getting brand new. Like, they Off making the albums. Now. Like, in, now. In middle school. Yeah. In middle school. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, <laughs> they, they got the technology curve, man. And, like, we got to learn to figure that part out quicker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's. It's like we have to figure out what's next so we can already be on it exactly. by the time it's popular. 
Exactly. And, and, and that's the, that's the thing. It's like, what is the next thing? You know? Yeah. Man, we've been we've been talking for a minute. Before, um, gotta get you um, on this statement because I do. I I had been away from the crib for like maybe three or four podcasts. All right. And so this is we man, and I had a name for it. I always switch up the name every time. Switch it's up um. We're gonna go with vinyl conversations. Vinyl conversations. Yeah, we go. Live from the den. Live from the den. So basically, what we do here, man, like I got these records. Yeah. And it actually, you can look in here. Do you have any? You got vinyl yourself? I have some vinyl. I don't have a, a player. Okay. My player broke, so okay. I actually have my friends borrow them. This is um Keep Science album, man. I had a few left over, so you definitely oh, welcome to that, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and, and it's all instrumental, so oh, it's yeah. like you know MCs definitely check it out. Oh. Listen to it. Um. You yeah, man, I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. Um, and you can look at yeah. oh, what we do. What we do is basically pick one at random. At random, okay. at random <laughs> you know. Um, and you pick one at random each bin. Right. And and basically what we do is you look at the album and you what you tell me exactly what comes to mind when you look at that album or right. what memory that you may have from that album. Alright. Random, random, random. Mm-hmm. Ah, let's go with this one. I know you probably gonna have no memories of that. Motel shot. <laughs> let's see. You can tell Shot's them what it is. Right. Let's see. It's probably I, I I don't even know what that that's then that's like some this is like some might some dope samples on it though yeah, yeah, like yeah. this is some this is, it's some eighties yeah I love eighties music I really do it's uh the album is the Motels um shock um shout out to them man it's some, it is some dope stuff on it I can play some on there too see what we got see this on there sure because like I, I you know I I can't call myself a, a, a producer or a beat maker because I don't let nobody listen to my stuff. But when I do get around full and chopping up samples, it a lot of it I find a lot of eighty stuff. You 80s. know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm really I'm really into a lot of eighties music, man. Um, I got a song that we sample Kate Bush uh, running off of. You know what I'm saying? You find a lot of little gems. It's like straight eighties stuff on here. It's crazy, man. Uh, I have to go through. I don't know what all. There's some crazy stuff on there. Shout out to the motels. Shout out to the motels. If I ever sample some of your stuff, man, make sure the uh, sample get clear. Y'all don't uh, <laughs> try to eat me up. I'm trying. To, no, we we gotta eat too. You know yeah, yeah. We trying to give y'all some shines. We can perform live with the motels. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Definitely. Definitely. I um. Story. You got Diana Ross poster 
Yeah, I, honestly, I don't have any story, any BB King stories, man. Like, I, I really don't. Oh, BB King, a legend, man. BB King is a legend, man. Like, that's a legend. Him, what's uh, is it Lucille? Is that the name of what he uh, name is? Guitar Lucille. Lucille. He's still he's still around, ain't he? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He around, uh, he worked with Crit on his life on Crit um live from the underground. Man, um. Then he do a like a like a like a concert with uh, Clapton and, and, and John Mayer and they they all like there's some live performance a couple years it back. It could be. That's I don't I don't know for sure. Definitely could be. That's good. So all right. So what we got? Actually, you can hold those oh, up. Right. Yeah, because we're gonna do something different, man. Like you hear new experience. Even the BBK. What was the album you had? Uh, this is this is a Diana Ross. Diana Ross. Silk Electric. I actually knew uh, a guy who played drums for her. Uh, his name is Suswell. John Suswell. Suswell. Mm-hmm. John right. Suswell. So here's what we're gonna do. You can pass me. Which one you wanna wanna listen to? Shoot, man, we can pop into Diana. Man. Diana. Yeah. All right. So this is new. This is an exclusive on the Straight Out the Damn podcast. All right. We always see these podcasts on a high note, right? Yep. So we end them with, as you as you may or may not know, we gotta get some bars from you. <laughs> so I figured to beef up this um, vinyl conversation is what we're gonna call it. Vinyl conversations. To beef this up, how about we have you freestyle over some Diana Ross? How about that? <laughs> how about that? We were already gonna get get some bars, or I mean, you ain't gotta freestyle if you don't want to. You can be something written, but we still wanna hear some bars from you. But how about we? We get some bars off some mix up, some Donna Ross. Let's mix it up. My versatility, my versatility has nurses billing me on the mic. I murder killing sprees. What I write, I murder killing seeds. Third quarter, prefer water. You need Sprite for spurtability. I heard they feeling me like Braille. Mad cause my future looking bright as white males. Uh, but it's okay, life sells. And I'm trying to get it, I'm trying to get it. Don't you understand? It's not written. Top of the mind spitting. Uh, straight from that murder mitten, Michigan Flint. More beef than been against tent. Did windows on my limo. Nope. It's more like a pinto. Ford or a Chevy to the levee. I'm riding. Still grinding. Like Pharrell and Clips back in 09. Or maybe it was 99 and 01. I'm still hustling. These flows that everybody a customer can get accustomed to. This unorthodox style you're not used to. Oh man, here I go. I'm a new member of Juice Crew. <laughs> Coming from FLI to a city near you. I'm riding over Diana Ross, say it isn't true. Oh, but it is, it's a fact and it's well known. Documented and it's almost written in stone. It's funny that you have a CarMax cup, cause that's where I used to work. No bullshit, homes. I did not mean to curse on your radio show, but it's okay. The flow is astronomical, they can't add it up, but I'm still gonna get it. So what's up? <laughs> little no, soft, soft, no, man. No, 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 that's a first, man. That's the first week freestyling vinyl conversation oh, over the diet. That's almost, that, that was a nice little record, though. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that's been sampled a couple of times. It sounded real familiar too, like. Yeah, 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 man. I'm gonna tell you a site, man. I'm gonna shout them out, man. I know they ain't paying me no advertising. Who sample? Who sample? I love it. I love who sample. I check out who sample for the fact. I'm like, I don't. If I sample this, I'm gonna make sure nobody else did. Man, I'm like, dang it, somebody already got me beat. I love who sample. Like, this is like this one of those genius websites, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I'm trying to think. Who I wish. This I wish I would have invested in it. It's like some Nas or some uh, Jeezy. Oh, Jeezy, yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's all, all for Diana Vinyl Rock. conversations, baby. You know, that's, that's how we do it. That's, that's it, right? <laughs> Straight out the day, man. Well, hey, bro, I appreciate you coming through, man. Like, oh, man, uh, we, we've been chatting for what? It feel like it only been like 10 minutes, man. Yeah, but we've we been <laughs> one over an hour, man. But I appreciate you coming through, man. Make so, sure 
Y'all follow D the Lyricist, man. Give him that Twitter, bro. Yeah, man. It's D the Lyricist. D-T-H-E-L-Y-R-I-C-I-S-T. D the Lyricist. One word. At Twitter. Um, X the World is the crew. X the World dot TV. You can find videos and more music on there. Um, man. SoundCloud. D the Lyricist. It's all spelled the same way. All at me. 404. Oh, but what's the, what's the Mike Jones number? I don't remember. Oh, man. no. Hey, zero, zero, four, <laughs> I forgot Mike Jones' number, man. What, man, what is it? Who, Who? Mike Jones? 830404? I, 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 I got the last four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 831? Yeah. Uh, what's, man, what's the Houston, um... 230, yo? 83, I forgot, man. Mike Jones, that was the, the best, one of the best marketing. Shout out to Mike Jones, um, man, for real. Schemes and Cats still biting this style to this day. Yeah, man. And they're getting over it. Mike Jones, I hope you get no check. Yeah, bro. He, 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 his marketing ability, that was genius, bro. Like, that was one of those game shifting <laughs> things. Like, who, Mike Jones? Who, Mike Jones? You like couldn't that. get away from it, you bro. You couldn't get away from it at all, man. But, hey, it's Jay Good is straight out the dead, man. I enjoyed it. <laughs> had, a, had a ball, man. We got some new stuff going here on, on the uh, Straight Out the Damn podcast. So make sure yeah. I can't stress it any more than what I did earlier, man. Make sure you go on iTunes and subscribe to the Straight Out the Den podcast. Just type in straightoutthedan.com on your web browser. Um, click on the podcast. Subscribe. We're on SoundCloud. Everything is Straight Out the Den. Just type Straight Out the Den wherever you're at. And everything that you see Straight Out the Den, just go ahead and click on it and subscribe, man. But definitely subscribe on iTunes and rate the podcast. Um, we're trying to do something great. For hip hop, man, and, and for y'all who've been riding with us so far, you, you know what we're doing. So definitely, man, follow me on Twitter, STR, the number eight, O U T D A D E N. Um, oh, and I almost forgot, we got straightoutthedin.com t shirts available for sale now. So go to straightoutthedin.com and click on the shop, get the t shirt, man. It's only it's only $24.99, man. It's not that bad. Like, support hip hop, support the t shirt, rock the brand. Support your local blog. Support you your go, local man. lyricists. Do it. Support Do it. the home team. We we you know we give you hip hop for free. Buy a shirt. Buy the music. <laughs> there you, know? you go. There you go. <laughs> Do that, man. Yo, we out though, bro. We out.